Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of you being the best version of yourself? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows that no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist that you can meet with in whatever way is most convenient for you. Whether that be live chat sessions, phone calls, or video chats, you can start talking to your online therapist in less than 24 hours. Not only that, but it's incredibly affordable, more so than traditional in-person therapy, and BetterHelp offers financial aid and access worldwide. They truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help that they need. Stress shows up in all kinds of ways. And in a world that's telling you to do more, sleep less, and grind all the time, here's your reminder to take care of yourself, do less, and maybe try some therapy. I've talked about it before, but I've struggled with anxiety on and off for most of my adult life. And for the longest time, I felt as though there was no way to pinpoint the cause and simply kept on living with it. Then I got on BetterHelp and thankfully got some of the help I so desperately needed. There is truly someone out there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash morning cup. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cup of murder. Most of the time, we would hope a sentence that is handed down is a fair and just way to make a person pay for their crimes. This, however, is not always the case. On April 11th, 1941, a woman was arrested for a series of horrific crimes and, because of a very informative client list, was able to walk out of prison after just three months of jail time. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Felicitas Sanchez Aguan was born in the year of 1890 in Cerro Azul, Veracruz, to a mother who, from the very beginning, showed her daughter very little affection or attention. Though a lot of the details of her childhood remain mostly unknown, it has been surmised that this rocky relationship with her mother triggered a psychopathology that would shape the vicious monster she was, known for poisoning neighborhood dogs as a young child, and would later become. But more on that in a minute. During the 1900s, Felicitas graduated from nursing school, began her work as a midwife, married a man named Carlos Conde, and birthed twin daughters that she would have no interest in, nor enough money to care for, suggesting to her husband that they should be placed up for adoption. He agreed, they were taken, but he eventually changed his mind. But when he asked his wife where his daughters were, she refused to give him any information. They divorced in 1910, and Felicitas moved to Mexico City. While here, living in an apartment on Salamanca Street in Colonia, Roma, Felicitas started to attend local births, 
and, on the side, practice illegal abortions for her clients. She was also known to deal in illegal adoptions and, during the 1910s, was arrested twice for the -the off-the-book adoptions and for baby farming. In addition to her shady business practices, Felicitas was described as an ugly woman with bad manners and a, quote, very strong character, a bad attitude, and an off-putting personality. Though, of course, this is all a matter of opinion. While living at that apartment on Salamanca Street, those in the area started to notice a few strange things when it came to Felicitas Sanchez Aguan. For one, while her clientele were mostly women of meager means, who could not afford to care for the children they carried in their womb, the nurse was also visited by a number of extremely wealthy women who, for reasons unknown, chose to turn to a midwife in a marginal neighborhood to tend to their pregnancies, instead of a more well-known specialist. There was also the fact that the plumbing in the building always seemed to need repair. Eventually, the clogs became so persistent that Felicitas became good friends— and accomplices with the plumber who did his job and asked very few questions. Finally, there was the matter of the horrific smelling smoke that emitted from the building on occasion that sent everyone's stomachs turning. You see, behind closed doors, this helpful midwife was committing a number of atrocious crimes. Eventually nicknamed the Ogress of Colonia Roma and the Human Crusher of Little Angels, Felicitas practiced clandestine abortions not totally uncommon for the time period, trafficked the surviving newborns out to new, wealthy families, or purchased them from their desperate mothers, and eventually evolved all those practices into murder when some of her charges did not sell. In total, experts believe Felicitas was responsible for an estimated 40 to 50 deaths during her time in Mexico City between 1930 and 1941, most of which were either poisoned like the dogs of her childhood, or strangled to death before being incinerated or thrown down the sewer. Prior to being killed, the infants in her care were given ice baths, forced to sleep on the floor, left unfed for a prolonged period of time, and fed rotten meat or milk whenever she deemed it necessary to feed them. All of this came to a sudden end when on April 8, 1941, a number of people in the building, yet again, complained of drainage problems. And this time, the owner of the property found their own plumber and several masons to completely drain the sewers. When they did, they were met with a plug made of rotten meat, bloody rags, and grease that smelled like death and decay. However, what really turned their stomachs and made their hearts drop was when they dug a little bit further and found a skull that, given its size, could only belong to a human infant. Immediately, police began their investigation and, at its conclusion, arrested Felicitas's plumber-slash-accomplice, who told police everything he knew, and on April 11, 1941, arrested a pregnant Felicitas and her second husband as, according to some sources, she tried to make an escape from Mexico City. When the police searched her apartment, they found an altar filled with candles, needles, baby clothing, a number of baby photos, and a human skull. Placed in prison for three months, Felicitas's mental state began to crumble and she began regressing and behaving like a young girl. She cried all day, spoke as a child would, and threw tantrums that would give a toddler a run for their money. Meanwhile, her lawyers threatened to release Felicitas's client list one that contained some of Mexico City's elite, if she was not given a reduced sentence. And because of this, 
she was allowed to walk free on bail after just those three months in prison, despite all of her charges and the strong evidence against her. Carlos Conde, the ex-husband whom she refused to tell where his daughters were, was the one who paid her 600 peso bail. While she could not be prosecuted again for her crimes, Felicitas knew her life as a midwife was long over and that everyone in the area now hated her. Because of this, on June 16, 1941, shortly after her release, Felicitas Sanchez Agulon overdosed on medication and took her own life. She left behind three posthumous letters that showed no emotion or guilt for what she did, or the daughter that she now left behind without a mother. She became a ward of the state and, as far as is known, became a completely normal and well-adjusted adult despite the mother who birthed her. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on April 12th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio.